Welcome back to Worship Weekly. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and most importantly, share Worship Weekly with someone else this week. This week's message comes from Jonah chapter 2, verses 2 through 10. What did Jonah find? But first, the Scotland Evangelical Presbyterian Church Choir singing Jesus is the Answer. This is Brother Jackson. I have another message for you. What did Jonah find in the belly of the whale? I want you to look at Matthew chapter 12, verse 40 and 41. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh shall rise in judgment with this generation and shall condemn it. Because they repented at the preaching of Jonah, as behold, they greater than Jonah is here. What did Jonah find in belly well? Father, open our hearts and our minds, that we may be able to understand the word of God and send this message to hearts to people and let somebody get saved from We'll thank you for it. Jesus' sweet name, amen. He found himself. In Jonah chapter 2, verse 4 and 7, Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple when my soul fainted within me. I remembered the Lord. He found himself. More that's some one thing that you and I need to find. We need to find out ourselves. You, you need to realize that you're a sinner, and that Jesus died for you. And he'll save you for your sins. He died that you might get saved. You can't join a church and get saved. Be baptized and get saved. You got to respond to the gospel to get saved. And if you don't, you'll die and go to hell. And I don't want nobody to go to hell. And Jesus don't want nobody to go to hell. 
he died. Stayed in that grave three days and three nights. And you and I will make it to heaven. And that's what we're going to do. Respond to that gospel. Like the Lord Jesus Christ. We will respond to it. And we can be saved. And that's what it's all about. Salvation. Ooh, I wish I could get that in everybody's head. I've witnessed a lot of people in my lifetime. So far. I've had a lot of people get saved. And I had a lot of people just didn't want it. Didn't respond to the gospel. And it breaks your heart to know that some people didn't respond to the gospel. And that's what we needed. People respond to the gospel. And I wish people would listen to me. Jonah found something. He found himself. And you've got to find yourself. Or you're going to mess up. Chapter 2. Verse 4, Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again towards thy holy temple. Verse 7, it says, When my soul faded within me, I remember the law. My prayer came in unto me unto the own holy temple. So Jonah found himself in the well's belly. Secondly, he found out salvation of the Lord in verse 9. But I will satisfy, sacrifice chapter 2 unto them the, with the voice of thanksgiving I will pray that I have found salvations of the Lord. Jonah knew it in the well's belly. Salvation was of the Lord. Jonah didn't want to go preach to the, Nineveh, the people of Nineveh. But he did when the whale got through with him. And God got through with him. And he found out salvation of the Lord and nothing else. Thirdly, chapter 2, verse 2 and 7. And said, I cried by reason of my affliction unto the Lord. And he heard me out of the belly of hell, cried I. And I heard in my voice, verse 7, with my soul fainted within and me. I remember the Lord, and my prayer came in unto me, thee, into thy holy temple. He found out how to really pray. Old Jonah found out how to really pray and get over God. Man, when he's in that belly with them leaves all wrapped around his head, I won't tell you what, old Jonah decided to start praying, and he prayed. And that old whale bombed him out over there at the shore of Nanavi. And he went, Nanavi was three days from there. And he started preaching and went in the old town of Christ. He, he, he found out how ready to pray, and he got a prayer attention. Third, fourthly, he found out the cost of running from God is very high. In Jonah chapter 2, verse 2, he said, I cried, My reason and my affliction unto the Lord, and heard me out of the bell, belly of the hell, cried I. I heard it my voice. He out of the belly of hell, cried I. Out of the 
found out the cost of running from God is very high. You can't run from God. You can run all you want to get hide from him. And brother, it's going to be harder if you just stop and do what God wants you to do. I know I heard of a preacher that already preached at Jack House Church in Indiana years ago when I took some of my men in there. He was in a wheelchair. He was in a service. And he was running from God. And he ran from God. And as he ran in a service, he tried to get away from God and his calling. He stepped on a mine and blowed off both his legs. And he was in a wheelchair. He said when he blowed off both his legs, he woke up and knew that God wanted him to preach. And he surrendered to preach. He's going all over the country in that wheelchair. He's got a special thing in it. He can try and his wife goes with him and his family. And they go from church to church preaching the gospel and telling people to God. I've seen that man jump in and out of that wheelchair up and down them steps on his hands and his nubs of his legs and jump back in that wheelchair. And I want you to know I ain't never seen anything like it in my life. That man grown from God when God found him. Fifth thing is he found that you can't run away from God. You cannot run away from God. I can tell you that right now. Say what you want, but you can't run away from God. You run all over this earth. He's there. I said you go to hell, he's there. If you go to heaven, he's there. If you go in the clouds, he's there. Listen, darkness is there. You cannot run from God and get away with it. He'll always get you one way or another. And that's what it's all about. God knows you. Every minute of you, where you at. He knows where you can go. And God won't know where you're at. And I thank God for that, because you can't run from him. You can't hide from him. I know some people I've talked to to the ministry that ran from God. I had an old fella that was a Mormon. Went to the Mormon church. We visited him on a Saturday evening in a little old two-bit trailer house living in Elevator, Arkansas. And I really felt sorry for the old fella. He gave me a book before we got in the hospital. I still got that book. In Psalm 139, 7 through 10, whether shall I go from thy spirit, or whether shall I flee from thy presence, if I send up in heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the upper, most portion of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, verse 11, surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness height not from thee, but the night shining as the day, the darkness and the light me, or with or both like to thee, for thou hast Possess my reign, thou hast covered me in 
my mother's womb. And I will tell you something, brother and sister. You just can't hide from God can't run away from him. Don't care where you go. He's going to get you. And you might as well just stop running. And that poor man lost his legs from running from God. That old man that I met in Elway, Arkansas. Can't remember the poor fellow's name. Wade, I believe. Brother Wade. I believe that's what he got in that book he gave me. He was smoking in front of his little trailer sitting in a chair. Me and my bus captain went by and witnessed to him and talked to him. He said, I can't be saved. I said, what's wrong? He said, my church drove me out. Because I smoked, said I was going to hell. And I said, that ain't so. Sir, so you know what you're talking about. I said, they don't sure know what they're talking about. You don't go to hell because you smoke. Ain't no such thing as that. And he said, that's what they told me. They kicked me out of the Mormon church. And I said, I want you to come to church with us if I run the bus by here in the morning. Will you get on it and come to church? Well, he said, yeah, I sure will. And he came to church there for several months. His cancer and smoking got him down. He got in the hospital and passed away. But that old man was faithful. His clockwork. He'd come to church every Sunday morning and brought my wife some candy, a little box of candy. And he'd buy me a little candy. And he'd give it to us because he appreciated me. I was preaching on hell on Sunday morning, hot and heavy. And that's my favorite subject to preach on. And I preached on, I was a hellfire brimstone preacher all around that country they knew me at by. And I was preaching on hell. And that old fella got up and he went to the bathroom. And I was giving an invitation. And folks was coming down getting saved. We were leading some to Christ. And he came out from the back back there and he went to the bathroom. And he come up, stood up behind me. And when I finished leading somebody to Christ, I stood up. He tapped me on the shoulder. He said, I need to talk to you. I said, what's wrong? He said, something got a hold of me in that pew back there. I said, yes, sir. He said, I went to the bathroom and tried to shake it off, but I couldn't. I never had anything like this happen to me in my life. He wasn't no young man. He was an old man in his 60s, 70s. And I said, sir, I said, you reckon the Holy Spirit got a hold of you? And God wants you to be saved this morning. He said, that's exactly what I want to do, get saved. So I grabbed him by the neck and hugged him. And then we knelt down at the altar. And I led that old man to Christ. And he loved us to death. Me and my wife, he loved that church. And the church loved him. And I want you to know that that, that old man was faithful. We'd visit him on Saturdays and tell him we'd pick him up in the morning. And he'd always be there if he wasn't sick. And then he got sick. He got in the hospital in Rock, Arkansas. And he was dying. He called me up one night about 10, 11 o'clock. And we was in bed. And on Sunday night, he woke me up. And he, he was crying. He said, Brother Jackson, he said, smoke them old cigarettes. That cancer's going to kill me. I hope I didn't give you no cancer. And I said, Brother, I said, you didn't give me no cancer. I said, it's one of those things. I had my thyroids cut out. 
because of cancer. And I said, you didn't give it to me. I just got it. And he said, well, I want you to know I love you. I might not ever see you again here, but I'll see you in heaven. I said, brother, I'm going to pray for you. And I prayed for that old brother that night and prayed for him. I never heard of him after that. I don't know when he died. Nobody called me or told me nothing. But when I get to heaven, I'm going to look him up because he's going to be there waiting to shake my hand and hug me because somebody loved him for the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what we got to do to people. Love them in the Lord Jesus Christ. He found forgiveness in chapter 2, verse 10. He found forgiveness. Ain't that a blessing? You can find forgiveness too. Would you come to Jesus Christ and let him save you? Verse 10, And the Lord spake unto the fish, and then vomit out Jonah upon dry land. You can, you can find forgiveness. Jonah found forgiveness in the whale's belly. You can find forgiveness yourself. You just got to respond to the Lord Jesus Christ and let him save you. And I hope whoever's listening to this tape will respond to those, to that sermon. What Jonah found in the belly of the whale or of the fish, he found himself, number one. He found that salvation is of the Lord, number two. He found out how to really pray, number four, three. Number four, he found out the cost of running from God is very high. Number five, he found out how you can run away from God. You can't run away from God. And number six, he found forgiveness. If you ain't had forgiveness, you could have it this morning. If you just bow your head, close your eyes, and ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins, come in your heart, and he'll do that. This is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church in Rogue Louisiana, talking to travelers on the radio. We'll let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. And if you don't go to church, you ought to be shaming yourself.